Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. And today, I hope people who watch the NBA hear this. Hey guys, welcome to the I Hope They Hear This podcast. But first of all, I want to apologize for those of you who... I know there are a handful of you who listen to this in the morning on Saturday. And this is going to be a delayed release because I'm recording this on Saturday morning. Long story short, I just had a really rough week with work and just taking care of the baby and all that. So I didn't have a chance to record during the week. I typically do it. Worst case scenario, I recorded late Friday night and released, but I I was just too drained by last night. So with a fresh mind, but a hoarse voice, I am recording this on Saturday morning. And yeah, I, I just... I know I've I've mentioned to you, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned to you guys that I have a year-long commitment to myself to release at least once a week for this podcast. So I'm going to keep to that and I'm going to try to be disciplined. I was really close to just saying forget it and not release today. But yeah, I just this is a challenge I gave myself and I don't want to give up on it that easily. So that is why I'm here this morning recording even though my voice I don't know if you can you can hear it I feel it I feel it being extra raspy and and coarse today but I will try to be as articulate and enunciate as much as possible and clear my voice as often as I can so that this is a pleasant listening experience for you guys and not terrible so Let's jump into the topic today. Sorry, I don't have a guest today. I couldn't convince anyone to come over at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. So I'm by myself. But it's okay because the thing I want to talk about isn't necessarily, doesn't require two voices. It requires you to kind of understand the situation a little bit and make your own decision. So you guys are my co-hosts today because I really do want feedback and I love feedback and I will voice your feedbacks on the podcast so that this podcast can be a little bit more well-rounded in terms of the perspective it provides. So good morning, co-hosts. co-hosts. <laughs> the topic at hand today is the Hong Kong protests. And from what I know, from what I've read and gathered, the extradition bill that started the Hong Kong protests to begin with have been withdrawn. So I don't think that's an issue anymore, but there have been things that happened in America that I was surprised by. And I think you guys might be surprised too if you, yeah, if you guys aren't already aware of it. So I just wanted to break that down for you guys a little bit um, so that we, we can make our own decisions as consumers. By the way, there is an episode I did that was targeting the consumers. Well, it, w- it was intended for the consumers as an audience that I did way back when I first started the podcast. So if you haven't heard it, go back, listen. And I think that might, if you listen to that and listen to this and listen to what I'm going to propose to you guys at the end, I think it'll make a lot more sense. So 
yeah, please go listen to my old podcasts. If you're a new listener, I would appreciate that. <laughs> um, so just to ground you guys a little bit, I'm going to start from the very beginning. What happened? What caused the Hong Kong protests? And where did that lead us now? So it, earlier in 2019, well, it might have been 2018 that the incident happened. But uh, man, a Hong Kong man went to Taiwan to meet his pregnant girlfriend. And for whatever reason, I'm not sure on the details of this, but he ended up killing her. And he came back to Hong Kong and he even confessed to the Hong Kong police that he did this. But nothing happened because he broke a law in Taiwan. And there's the, the obviously the two independent governments have their own criminal laws, right? And so Hong Kong was not able to extradite this person back to Taiwan to be tried, even though he confessed to it. So if you guys don't know what extradition is, have you guys seen the second Christian Bale Batman movie? The one with Heath Ledger's Joker? In that movie, there's a Chinese character who is a money launderer for all of the big criminal organizations in Gotham. And during the middle of the movie, this guy takes everyone's money and runs away to Hong Kong. Or I'm sorry, runs away to China. And he does this because he knows that it's, he's not stealing from the, the gangs. He's just saying that the, the Gotham police cannot arrest me because China won't extradite one of their own. China doesn't extradite their nationals back to America to be tried for breaking laws in America. And so Harvey Dent, who was the, he turned out to be, he ended up being two-faced at the end, but he was the white knight of Gotham, the, the, the DA. And he was powerless, right? But Batman, he is outside of the law. So he went to China, he flew to China, kidnapped this guy, Lao, I believe was his name, and brought him back so that he could be tried in America. So if China were to extradite, they would send, they would look at this guy and say, you committed these crimes in America, so we're going to arrest you and send you back. So what the extradition bill in Hong Kong was proposed to be was there would be an extradition agreement with Hong Kong, Taiwan, man, mainland China, and Macau. I believe Macau. Uh, if someone were to commit crimes in one of these countries, they would be able to extradite to the country of criminal activity to be tried there. And so I might have made some politically incorrect statements in the beginning. I know that, I don't know, America has the one China policy, so I don't know if I... Uh, see... I don't know. We'll forget it. Whatever. Um, yeah, but if you guys don't know what the One China policy is, is uh, Taiwan is supposed to be part is is a part of China in China's eyes, but not in Hong Kong or not in Taiwan's eyes. I only know this because Dave Chappelle made fun of Donald Trump for not realizing that America operates under the One China policy, and he congratulated president the new president of taiwan or something like that but anyways uh sorry for the sidetrack but with the extradition agreement 
when that got proposed, the people of Hong Kong started feeling very unsatisfied, or they were very concerned. And especially the businesses of Hong Kong started voicing their concern that what this extradition bill would allow to happen is allow China to start pulling people out of Hong Kong for allegedly committing crimes and that China would essentially have some sort of power over Hong Kong in this sense. And one of the reasons that they were especially concerned is because they claimed that China's judicial system and criminal justice system is kind of flawed. Someone quoted, they lack a independent judiciary system. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure the details of that, but the the result that they were afraid of is basically China being able to come in and saying, you did this, we're going to take you and we're going to arrest you and bring you back to China. The people of Hong Kong, I think rightfully, did not want a different country to have power over them. As Americans, I think we all believe that because we freaked out when we thought Russia was influencing our elections, right? So I stand by that belief. And and so all these protests happened. And during the middle of the protests, the Hong Kong government made adjustments to the proposed law to exempt some situations where extradition can happen and things like that. But uh, ultimately, the people of Hong Kong said, no, none of this is satisfactory. We want to get rid of this totally. And like I said in the beginning, it's my understanding that the government of Hong Kong has said, fine, we're not going to do this. And they've withdrawn the bill, uh, this extradition bill, and everything is fine there. But China is not happy about this because China wanted the ability to, you know, persecute people who commit crimes in China and try to run away to Hong Kong. And that's, I guess, a little bit understandable. But the interesting thing that happened, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is two events, two distinct events that happened here in America. First, the NBA. If you guys don't know that the Houston Rockets... Apparently, the Houston Rockets are very big in China. I'm sure it has a lot to do with the fact that the first Chinese-American player played for the Houston Rockets, Yao Ming, really tall guy. Uh, And so in China, apparently, they come in droves to watch the games. They buy a lot of merchandising. So a huge income source for the Houston Rockets is its Chinese viewers. But... The owner of the Houston Rockets tweeted something saying, I stand with Hong Kong or something along the lines of supporting the protests in Hong Kong. And China was not happy about this. And because China as a government has so much power over what its people can see, decided to ban all the all the the NBA's games. They decided to stop allowing the sale of merchandises in China. And so... NBA was faced with a potential loss of what I'm assuming is millions of dollars from the viewership in China. If you just think about the sheer size of China, its population, and the fact that it's been economically developing like crazy over the past decade, 
yeah, China is a huge market. So losing China as a market would have been hugely detrimental to the bottom line at the NBA. So what did the NBA do? They basically said, we don't agree with what this guy said, and we don't want any of our players voicing any sort of political opinion about the matter. In fact, right before this podcast, I saw a video of a CNN reporter asking some players of the Houston Rockets about this event and asking for a comment. Hey, what's happening here? Is the NBA no longer going to allow people to make personal political comments? They weren't even allowed to answer the question. Someone took the mic away from her and they were just sitting there silently. So this is interesting because it feels a lot like a violation of the freedom of speech. And, there, and I know it's not. It's, it's not for sure because the, the freedom of speech isn't about what stances go, uh, companies can take, things like that. It's, it's more a governmental thing, right? But I don't know. I just it, it kind of hit me. It hit me in the sense that, wow, there are economic financial entities out there that can influence a huge organization like the NBA to be allowed to say or not say certain things. So that, that was the first thing that happened. The second thing is very similar, but in a very different space. So if you guys don't know what Blizzard is, I'm not talking about the heavy snowstorms. I'm talking about the gaming company. They've made hugely popular games in the past, such as StarCraft, Warcraft, the World of Warcraft, Diablo, all of, all of which I've played in, in the past. But even now they're making a lot of games and their really popular game right now is Overwatch. And there was a Overwatch tournament that happened and the winner of the tournament was given a few minutes to say something on what I believe was a live broadcast or whatever, however they were displaying the tournament. And the player, the winner, voiced his support for Hong Kong. And again, China was very upset at this. And what ended up happening is Blizzard took away the winnings of this of this player. He took they I believe they took away his title, and they also fired the commentators for allowing him time to speak. So I I don't know if Blizzard went back and changed any of this, but this is what I read happened. So again, Blizzard, an American company, went. Feeling the financial pressure of losing huge income source, decided to silence certain political opinions. Yeah, just, I don't know. As an American, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how, I believe, I, I support private companies in whatever decisions they want to make in private and... I believe yeah, I support the right to have decision over what what they can do and not. But I mean, I guess money talks, right? So like I mentioned in the beginning from the podcast I did a while ago, consumers have a lot of power. Consumers have a lot of power based on who they decide to, whose goods and products they decide to consume. They can sway their, their, the company's, political opinions, they can sway the actions of the companies. 
And the, the podcast that I released was intended to, to say, if there's something you really believe in, you should look into what the companies are doing to see who you're going to support. Because who you decide to consume goods and services from is essentially the same, almost the same as voting, I feel like, nowadays. Because large corporations have so much power that if you, as a consumer, make a clear statement about a stance that the companies made or is about to make and you can yeah you can influence lobbying you can influence laws it's if you just kind of trace down logically what's what's to happen after that yeah you'll you'll see you you'll see the potential of large change that can be had but it's alarming to me because the consumer in this case is not an american citizen but the chinese government and so if you believe, like I do, that power, the consumer's power of uh, consuming can be equitable to voting, that's a huge cause for concern, right? If you're, if you're worried about the Russian hacking and influence over the presidential election, just imagine what China can do with its large financial resources and its huge market. Right. It, we've, they've proven that they can have sway over huge organizations like the NBA. And then what, what else can they do in the future, right? So, yeah, uh, this is something just to think about, guys. I think we need to think about this and be aware of this, not just live our blissful lives thinking everything is good and dandy. Just be aware of possible coming changes, if your company is doing something different all of a sudden, maybe it's maybe it's because of an influence from China. But another huge thing, another huge reason I wanted to do this podcast is because of what I found digging into this situation. Because people kept equating Blizzard and NBA silencing of the of the Hong Kong protests to condoning genocide, and I was really confused why. The extradition bill had nothing to do with genocide. And I don't know why people were making the connection, but reading into it, apparently because of, I mean, it's because it's huge news, right? Blizzard and, and the NBA, I mean, mainly the NBA. The NBA having basically silenced their players from voicing certain political opinions has caused quite a stir. And people started digging and looking into China a little bit. And apparently... There are claims of genocide of the the Uyghur people in the Xinjiang province. I don't know if I pronounced any of that correctly. I, I just read it on paper and I, I saw a short news clip of it. So I'm basing my pronunciations on that. But what, what's happening is Xinjiang is a province that's bordered with another country. So it's not like in the middle of China. It's bordered. It shares a border with Kazakhstan. And there are a lot of Muslim people living there. But China as a, supposedly, China as a country don't want Islam to be too prevalent. So what they're doing to the Uyghur people, the Uyghur people are Chinese Muslims living in the Xinjiang province. They're being forced to undergo abortion procedures. They're being forced to wear contraceptives. So like like implanted contraceptives inside their bodies. And 
in some cases, even castration. Now, I have to disclaimer this by saying none of this is has been officially uh, verified. These are all based on stories of refugees that escaped the, the Xinjiang province into Kazakhstan. So these these are stories from the people that supposedly went through it. There are a lot of instances of the story, so I don't doubt that it happened. But I'm, I'm just giving the disclaimer because I don't want to present something as absolute truth when when it's not. Even though to me personally, it sounds like like it's true because just the number of stories and number of people claiming that this has happened. So people are calling this a genocide, a genocide of the Uyghur people because the Chinese government are trying to undercut the number of Islam people, the, the influence of Islam in their country. So just knowing this, knowing what China is doing, and knowing that it's not just about the extradition bill, there are other things that China is doing that are not. It seems like war crimes almost. I don't know. I don't know the what the Geneva Convention claims is okay to do or not. But yeah, guys, these this is happening uh, in China. Do I don't know if there's anything that we, we need to do differently. And, and I'm kind of speaking slowly here because I haven't really processed all of this yet. And I don't really know if I've formed my own opinion about about this whole situation. Because admittedly, the whole Uyghur genocide is not really a part of the whole Hong Kong protest extradition bill situation. It's just something that got unearthed and more visibility because of that but yeah as a consumer i think we as consumers i think we have choices to make i'm not saying maybe i am maybe i am saying that we should boycott the nba i i don't know i i don't really have a dog in that fight because i don't really watch sports that much so i know there are a lot of my friends out there who would vehemently vehemently can't pronounce that word, but who would strongly and furiously argue that uh, boycotting the NBA is not the is not the solution? But yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know how to feel, guys. Do you guys know what how you feel? Do you guys know how I should feel? <laughs> Give me some feedback on this because it did this situation. These events did trigger some sort of feeling. It did trigger an emotional response in me, but I just, I, I don't know what to do with it right now. My initial reaction is we need to send a, a message to the NBA. We need to send a message to Blizzard that uh, we as American consumers don't want to see what looks like politically silencing or, or silencing of certain political views. And, and and say that we're gonna boycott. It's you got to choose the Chinese market or the American market. I don't know. That that was that's that was kind of my initial reaction. But I, I, yeah, I just I'm still processing, guys. So I invite you guys to process with me, co-hosts, and let's as a community try to see try to think what what a good solution to this would be. 
And on the subject of China, I've been meaning to do a follow-up episode on the recycling episode that I did, but I, I just haven't had time, so I might, might as well do it here. Um, I try to keep most of my weekly episodes at least 30 minutes, but I'm only at like 24 minutes right now, so I have some time. So I got a lot of feedback about that episode. A lot of people, I, ranging from, wow, I didn't know, to... I have to start recycling better. And even some people saying, wow, what's the point of even recycling? So I, I just wanted to follow up and just kind of make, make myself clear a little bit because I did hear someone say, yeah, I listened to your podcast and I don't want to recycle anymore. That was not the intent. That was not what I wanted to portray in that episode. What I was saying is that don't be... Again, don't be stuck or lost in your ignorant bliss thinking that just because you throw something into the recycling bin, you're doing your part in saving the planet. Just be aware. And uh, I'm not saying all recycling is, is useless. I'm saying if we as America were to recycle better, for example, cleaning out your bottles or cleaning out your yogurt cartons before putting it into the the recycling bin would help because a lot of the reason why these recyclable goods are being tossed out is because they're not clean enough to recycle so i was it was meant to it was more meant to incite outrage so that it would drive you to action um i i, I got an email from charlotte hey charlotte that uh, yeah, she just wanted more information. Um, the the episode resonated with her, and she she just wanted more information on how she can recycle better, and she wanted other people to know as well. So that was that was really encouraging. One of my friends actually said that in her neighborhood, she th- she thought that someone stole her recycling bin, but later she realized after listening to the bo- podcast and looking into it that they actually just canceled. The recycling program in their neighborhood. Yeah, so uh, be aware because as a resident of that neighborhood, you can voice your opinion about whether or not there should be a recycling program, right? So, yeah, thank you guys so much for feedback on that. There's and on the subject of follow up episodes, there was another one I wanted to do regarding Target and the pricing shenanigans that Target has been pulling. Um, I got a lot of feedback on that as well. I got confirmation that it's happening in all corners of the U.S. I got confirmation from someone in New York, from someone in Southern California, from someone in Florida. Well, actually, I haven't gotten feedback from anyone in the Northwest yet. But if you're listening and Target is messing around with their prices in the Northwest, let me know so, so that we can cover the entire United States. And, and so if you guys didn't listen to that episode, basically what's happening is Target is displaying a certain price on their shelves. But when you come to the checkout line and you, you know, check out your scan, your item, it shows a different price. And you have to verbally say something to them and say, hey, this price was different on the shelf. And until you do that, the, the price is going to be what it is on the machine. So. We have to be vigilant shoppers at Target to make sure that we are getting a fair price. And 
Another thing that I've since found out about Target is the price that they show online, it's different if you look at it in the store or outside of the store. So if you look at the price of an item, I don't think it's for all items, but for certain items, if you look at the price in the Target store, it shows a higher price than what it would have been if you were outside of the store. And I think the CEO or, or one of the executives of Target actually came out saying, well, we do that because if you're in the store, we already have you and you're more likely to buy items. Like they didn't even deny it. And they, yeah, they, they basically admitted to doing that. And again, if you're a shopper and you're in the store and you see a different price, you might be willing to pay that price. So guys, just be, just be extra diligent and vigilant when you're, when you're shopping at Target because you might be losing yourself a lot of money. So, and you know, I, I actually have a complaint as a Target shopper. One weird thing that they do is if you have a red card, their like Target's credit card, and you save it onto your Target app, then you can pay, you can pay for your purchases using your phone by scanning your 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 red card, your cartwheel wallet in in your phone. But if you have gift cards, you can't use them simultaneously because they'll make you scan your phone before you use the gift card. But if they scan your phone, they're pulling the full payment out from your your red card. So I was in line at Target for a good five minutes yesterday trying to figure this out. I ended up having to pay with my regular credit card. And that's not ideal because the red card gives you a 5% discount. So yeah, it's, it's really weird. If you have gift cards, then you can't really use your red card in to, to pay the remainder of, of whatever your total might be. So just be aware of that the next time you, you shop at Target. So guys, yeah, that is the episode for today. I know I covered a lot of random topics, but yeah, I think it's important as Americans just to know what's happening uh, on a global level and the influences that are over the decisions that some of the American companies are making. So yeah, let's be vigilant consumers. Let's be in the know so that when we support certain things, we know what we're supporting in total and yeah, maybe stop watching that NBA for a little bit and support something else. I don't know. I, I again, I, I seriously have no dog in this fight in, in terms of the NBA. If a company like, I don't know, what do I do these days? I, I've been playing a lot of Apex. So if EA, actually, I think EA has done something similar. EA has been doing shady stuff too. I didn't really look into it much because it wasn't as big a news, but yeah, if EA came out saying that, or it came out that EA was doing shady things and they were supporting shady people, I would be, yeah, I would be very torn. So I, I kind of understand you guys, the NBA fans out there, I kind of understand you. So I'm not going to make a hard push for anything, but I'm just saying, you know, let's, let's ponder it. Let's just think about it. And also guys, I'm, I'm from Atlanta, so all sports teams disappoint me. Again, I don't really watch sports to begin with, but whenever I try to be a bandwagon fan and get excited about like like the Braves having made it to the playoffs but being crushed in in the last game of the series, yeah, I get disappointed. But you know, 
I, again, I'm not a huge fan to begin with, so whatever. But yeah, so guys, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for for bearing with me with my delayed release. Um, if you have any feedback that you want to share, it, especially with this episode, guys, I was really transparently one-sided on this because that's what the media has portrayed where I am. So if there is the other side of the story that I am not understanding or you you feel like I'm not giving China a fair uh, fair view or just, yeah, just anything that I might have gotten wrong in the story, guys, please, please, please let me know. And I will immediately uh, post a retraction uh, episode. If, if I'm very egregiously wrong, I will even pull the episode down. Um, because again, I don't want to, yeah, spread any false information. So, if anyone of you guys listening to this knows more than I do, knows that I said something wrong, please let me know. I'll either correct myself or or pull this episode in its totality. So, the way that you can do that is by sending me an email at ihthtpodcast at gmail dot com. That's I hope they hear this abbreviated podcast at gmail.com or comments on my post associated with this episode on instagram at i hope they hear this so again guys thank you so much for listening and i will catch you guys next week bye hey guys i am back i am immediately back after having finished and published this episode um, because i realized that i made a mistake the tournament in question that got um Blizzard to ban one of its or suspend the the champion is a uh, Hearthstone, not Overwatch. So the the thing that happened, the reason I got confused is because people in in protest of what Blizzard did, they started overlaying memes on all their games, and one of the games, prominent games, is Overwatch that um, the people used to create these memes in support of Hong Kong. So yeah, sorry guys for the confusion. It was not an Overwatch tournament, not an Overwatch player who got who got heat for supporting Hong Kong protests, but it was the the Hearthstone Hearth Hearthstone Hearthstone player pro who who won the tournament that that got heat. So yeah, my first correction for this episode. <laughs> Thanks guys. Bye.